ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in the Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living, pardon me, and standing between the living and the dead. Prayer devotional memorial. Family and evangelistic service. My beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White the third President of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible. Episode number 615 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story, a nonfiction story, and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today, beloved, we're reading Proverbs chapter 18, verses 13 through 24. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, we pray and Lord help everybody else to pray and not listen to me pray, but to pray themselves. And help them, Lord, to understand and to learn and to realize that the song may sound trite, but it is true. A little talk with Jesus will make a person whole if they believe in Christ and saved and born again. And a little talk with Jesus will make things all right with the Christian, the born-again Christian. And so, Holy Father God, help everybody to pray for their own good. And Holy Father God, I'm thankful tonight that somebody has uh, thought of the idea to make another movie on the burning hell. And hopefully it will be even more effective than the previous burning hell because it is a reality and I pray that behind it all and in front of it all lost souls will 
fear you, respect you, reverence you, believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and fear the burning hell because it is a reality, because you said it is. And Holy Father God, I pray hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for what you have allowed us to accomplish, what you have allowed us to do, in spite of the devil, in spite of others who are demon-possessed. And Holy Father God, thank you for blessing us down through the years to make progress uh, for your kingdom and towards your kingdom. And Lord, I praise you and I thank you for your grace, your mercy, and your love. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, my Savior, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for salvation and spiritual, family and life financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, I pray that you will help your true God-called preachers to stand and to stand flat-footed and to preach and proclaim your Holy Gospel and your holy word and to preach on hell uh, every time they preach as they preach the gospel uh, because hell is a very real place and Lord we don't act like it not only do people who don't know you don't act like it we who claim to know you don't act like it and so holy father God I pray Lord that today uh, that you would help those of us who are truly saved and believers and who are convicted about our sins, to confess our sins and to repent of our sins and to turn from our evil ways. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me and forgive all others who claim uh, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. <coughs> Pardon me to who name the name of Christ and who name the name of Christ as being born again. Lord, help us to be honest about our sins, our failures, and our faults. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us, Lord, of our sins, our faults, and our failures as we from our hearts. By your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. And Holy Father, God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh, the old man within us all and who are saved and fill us tonight afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty 
Lord of your Holy Spirit. Put a God in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes and temperaments that we would not sin against you. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray that you would deliver us tonight, Lord, from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us, Lord, your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, and to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. And Holy Father God, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory uh, forever. And help all of us who are Christians to understand that you know everything about us, and you know us, and you see us, and you watch everything that we do, and you hear everything we say. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, and help all Christians to realize that in this day and time, uh, others are watching as well. And so, but most importantly, Lord, you're watching uh, where we go and what we do and what we say even under our breath. And Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will indeed help us all to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our wicked sins and to get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, on this Wednesday night, and uh, Lord, I thank you for uh, what you have done today in spite of the devil, uh, in spite of the devil uh, using my wife, Marika White, to try to cause a problem uh, for your ministry to go forward. I praise you and I thank you for the victory that has been won and all of the things that needed to be accomplished were accomplished and uh, in preparation for this time. And thank you, Lord, for reminding me to pray throughout the day and to keep my heart and mind stayed on you. And Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, tonight, that you would save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving and mourning. Lord, around the globe, save those who are sick, who are willing to confess their sins and to repent. And Holy Father God, uh, we pray, Lord, for the salvation of the religious and lost. And uh, we pray for the salvation for the irreligious and lost. Lord, in my family, in the church, in the ministry, in the lives of other people who name the name of Christ, so many are being destroyed by the devil uh, because they are not saved, they are just religious, and they are not living by biblical principles, don't even know how, don't, know, don't even have the power to do so. 
And uh, the devil comes along, as is the case with my wife, Marika White, and uh, controls her at will, especially on days like today when, it's, when he knows and she knows that it's time for me to preach. And uh, Lord, and I thank you that I have been dealing with this and uh, living with this constant satanic attack for over 34 years. And I praise you and I thank you, as I said yesterday, that you wired me for it. Uh, and uh, we pray for the, I think, a young, good pastor, a young, good man. Um, uh, I believe he really tried, but he made one major mistake by, buying, by marrying a woman with three children already and that is not going to work for a pastor in most cases and uh, but anyway uh, he he uh, the devil pressured him to the point of quitting the ministry divorcing his wife with eight children and uh, divorcing and uh, shutting down the church so Holy Father God we pray for his uh, we pray that he would uh, uh, encourage himself in the Lord. We pray that brothers and sisters in Christ who know him, that they would encourage him because he sounds suicidal. And Lord, there are many other pastors and families that are being ripped apart by the devil because people in the family are not even saved in many cases and uh, some are even demon-possessed. And so, Holy Father God, I know all about that satanic pressure, so I know what, uh, what he has dealt with, but I thank you, Lord, for uh, blessing me and giving me the grace and wiring me in such a way that uh, those things do not faze me, and I have never thought about quitting the ministry and uh, or uh, seriously uh, divorcing my evil wife who is with me tonight and uh, I do believe that one of the reasons uh, is uh, I can get a lesson from the pressure cooker the instant pot it has a uh, thing on it where it uh, can vent and uh, and if uh, we don't open that vent first uh, uh, it can uh, we can't open the top and and let that thing vent and so Lord I thank you for providing for all human beings a vent valve called prayer uh, and and if we can't tell you everything shame on us if we can't tell you the truth shame on us that vent won't work so Lord help people to understand that life is a pressure cooker and that they have a valve called prayer that they need to twist to the left 
uh, and release that pressure. Uh, and I thank you so much for that valve. And I thank you so much for prayer. I thank you so much, Lord, for teaching me early on in my Christian life, way before I got married, how to pray. Through your holy word that says, Ask and ye shall receive, seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. And so, Holy Father God, I pray for others to find that valve and to take prayer to you seriously. As your servant, Dr. Tony Evans, has stated, prayer is our greatest weapon. And I believe that. And I know that to be true. And uh, the reason why my wife does not want to pray is because she's not saved. And uh, she does not have faith in you. And uh, that's why she does not want to pray. She does not even understand the importance of it and the power of it. This is not common in our so-called evangelical, charismatic, Baptist church-dominated world. But this is the reason why we have a young man in San Antonio tonight uh, acting like he's suicidal, indicating that he's suicidal, giving a message to himself before he closed the video, which was very, very strange. And, uh, and uh, to me, a warning. Uh, because he said that that when I see you in the future, if I see you in the future, and that means that you made it, you survived. And uh, those are ominous words to me and anybody who's sensitive uh, to where people are spiritually and soul-wise and mentally. But because we have been trained and taught to hide our problems, to cover up our bad marriages, troubled marriages. We have these explosions and they are coming uh, more and more. Uh, just the other day, a pastor from Los Angeles, all of these pastors are well known and popular and so forth. And just uh, a few days ago, a week ago, nobody knew anything was going on. And so, uh, but that's the, the way things are going now, Lord, as you know. Uh, the reason why my wife and I are here tonight and is because I've always told her the truth. And I've always told the truth. Uh, to people about the situation and about the family, about the marriage. And, uh, and uh, I know that by your grace, I did the best that I could uh, with a bad situation. And I thank you for the privilege uh, and the grace to have raised my children by myself, minus the nasty jobs. And, uh, and, and all of that is victorious, and now we're on the other side of that, uh, 
and the children are in a safe place with their oldest sisters, Danny and Danita, uh, which I tried my best to protect them and let them, gave them ample time to get married and do whatever they wanted to do. Uh, but uh, my daughter Danny wanted me to rest now, and, and she told me, and, uh, and she wants to help the other children become successful as she is. And so they have always been the mothers of their siblings, sad to say. And I wanted to give them as much of a break as possible. Um, but they are ready and willing to help me now to rest and relax and to live out my life serving you. And I thank you, Lord, for that. Uh, and uh, Holy Father God, I pray uh, uh, the truth of the matter is that uh, minus divorce uh, and minus death, God forbid, uh, I believe that I would uh, enjoy myself even more uh, if I had less of Marika White, my wife, who was with me the night in my life, and uh, uh, because she allows the devil to constantly, even at this age, and even with the children gone, to try to provoke an issue and provoke a problem. And that's not a good situation. That's why I'm praying so hard that she comes to know you as Savior. And Lord, I know you're not going to let me have a concubine, but that would help. And, uh, and Lord, you know, I've, I've always been honest with you and talked with you just like this. And Lord, help these people to understand I'm praying to you. I'm not praying to them. This is how I pray in private. Uh, uh, but uh, Lord, if you could open up that dispensation again, that would be wonderful. And that would relieve some of the pressure in the pressure cooker. Uh, but what would really relieve the pressure is for my wife, Marika White, to become a born-again Christian person and to act like a born-again Christian person. And Holy Father God, <clears throat> I pray, and I know that's the case in all marriages and families, for without you, Lord, we can do nothing. Without you, we can't be a good husband or father. Without you, we cannot be a good wife or a good mother or good teenagers or good young adults. And so, Holy Father God, I pray, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, that you would cast the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of my wife Marika White, out of her mother, out of her aunts, out of all of my children and uh, who unfortunately have traces of it in their lives uh, because of the generational curses out of my wife, out of my mother, out of my sisters, drive these satanic, demonic spirits out of their lives once and for all. 
and give all of us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And Holy Father God, save those who are religious but lost, my wife included, family members, friends and foes, and uh, people in the families of people who are true Christians everywhere. Help us to understand that what is happening in the church and in the world today is inexplicable outside of the fact that there's a devil loose and there are demons uh, all over the place and people are filled with these demons or influenced by these demons. And so I pray that you will open blinded eyes and unstop deaf ears and help people to see the peril that they're in and confess their sins, repent, turn from their evil ways and turn to you and get back to you our first love. Lord Jesus and Holy Father God, I want to thank you for communion, the great communion service uh, the other day and uh, what it meant. And Lord, I do uh, pray now uh, tonight that you will lift all of our burdens for those of us who are saved, all of our cares, all of our worries, all of our anxieties and troubles and problems and fears from our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our spirits. Fill us, Lord, with your peace that pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. And Holy Father God, I pray, in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that, Lord, you would uh, cast out the devil and the demons of hell. Lord, from this place and from this service and from this time tonight. And Lord, be with us and give us another great service for you're the only one, Lord, who is able to give us great services. It's not by our methods, not by our planning, not by our great ideas. It's by the power of your Holy Ghost which I cannot explain. I don't know how you do it. I don't know what you do, but I give you the glory, praise, and honor for it. And Holy Father God also, Lord, I pray that you would deliver those of us who are saved and born again by your grace from all of our sins, burdens, and cares, and worries, guilt of sin, false guilt of sin. Uh, deliver us, Lord, from all of our distresses and afflictions. If we're willing to truly confess our sins and repent of our sins and be obedient to you, and Lord, deliver us from all tribulations and troubles and trials and tests and tensions. Deliver us, Lord, also who name the name of Christ from all of our spiritual and mental, physical and emotional family and financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems and troubles and difficulties that we're facing. For such is 
life as you have explained it to us in this world you shall have tribulation but be of good cheer I have overcome the world you have even told us Lord to rejoice in our trials and testings and Lord I thank you for giving me that ability I rejoice in it uh, Paul talked about it as well that he gloried in these things and Lord I don't even understand all of that but you have given me that indomitable spirit as well that I even love these things they they there's so much a part of my life troubles and trials and temptations and tests and persecutors and Judases and enemies in the family is is such great uh, joy for me to go through it's a light affliction it's a light affliction compared to what we're going to experience in the future and so Lord I thank you for allowing me to go through them and I thank you for counting me worthy Lord, to be persecuted for your name, even by family members and friends, my greatest per persecutor. This is something I told my wife yesterday in the car, is none other than my wife, Marika White. My greatest enemy, I told her, is my own wife. And uh, she doesn't even... Uh, understand that fully but that's how, what she's been all down through these years and I thank you for it I thank you for the thorns in the flesh and I thank you Lord so much for not allowing me to be led by other people to buy into this endless dumb ridiculous game of trying to appease my wife. So many men have been destroyed by this damnable foolishness. Uh, of, uh, if you treated her this way, if you said this, if you bought her some flowers, if you bought her a ring, if you took her out on a date every week, uh, same time, same place, and all of that, she would act differently. And I, I knew from Jump Street that was not the case. That's not the case with any woman, not only with my wife, Marika White. And, uh, and, and the women know it, and the devil knows it. And so many men have wasted their lives on a uh, dumb journey of 30, 40 years, trying to please and appease the unpleasable and unappeasable wife and, uh, and woman in their lives. I felt so sorry for them back then, and I feel sorry for them now. Most of them are divorced, because no woman can stand that. No woman deep down wants that. And you show that to me. Only you could give me that kind of wisdom inside of a woman's soul and spirit and mind, how that she's wired to serve, and she will serve a man. She will submit to a man. The husband's job is to make sure she serves him and submits to him. And so, Lord, I thank you. I didn't get caught up in that evangelical, charismatic, Baptist uh, foolishness that has gone on for the past 40 years. And uh, reading people's books and doing things they told them to do that does not work for them. It's a shame. It's a sham. And I do praise you and thank you for the honest preachers 
who said, hey, you know, we got caught up in that and that was wrong. And that did not work. I thank you, Lord, for name brand preachers who love you enough to tell the truth. We got to stop this foolishness. And we as pastors got caught up in it because we like to, birds of a feather flock together. Uh, we, we like to group together and do what everybody else is doing. It's just in our nature. We, we love the touchy-feely. And we love to agree to get along. And uh, some of that is good, but some of it is very bad. It has hurt the church and has hurt families. And now today their family is totally busted up because of this foolishness. And so, thank you, Lord. I don't know why you chose me to uh, not allow me to go down that crazy route. But I thank you for doing it. And uh, the ones who tried to get me to go with them down that route, they're all divorced and some are remarried. Lives are messed up. Families are messed up. The wife they have now is uh, committing adultery on them. And my wife and I have been married for over 34 years. And I have not allowed her to get away with anything to this very day. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight that you would deliver us also from all spiritual and mental physical and emotional, family and financial, legal and student, loan debt, progress, student progress. Help, Lord, all of my children finish what they started. Help them all. All of them have written books or contributed to books. Help them to at least obey what they wrote if they're not willing to obey what you wrote and what I wrote. Lord, help them to feel obligated to obey what they wrote and not go against what came out of their own soul. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will, and help them not to be Judases and be bought by money, controlled and dominated by money and material things, and will do this or that for money and material things. Uh, Lord, help them to be uh, forever devoted to you. And uh, I'm, I'm reminded of, of uh, the beautiful Olivia Newton-John and her beautiful angelic ver vo voice uh, where she used to sing hopelessly devoted to you, talking to a man, I'm sure. Uh, but Lord, we're hopefully devoted to you. We're not hopelessly we are hopefully devoted to you and help us to uh, stay that way. And so, Holy Father God, we pray that you would bless and protect my family uh, tonight and protect all other Christian families that name the name of Christ and all other people until they come to know you as Savior. Uh, Lord, I pray that you will bless and protect us from ourselves from our flesh and from the devil and from the demons of hell and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church and evil people in the world. And Lord, tonight place upon us the whole armor of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse our souls, hearts, minds, and spirits, and consciences 
in the precious blood of Christ. Make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. And Holy Father God, again, I praise you and thank you for the precious memories that you have given to me. The precious memories uh, of being with my children and serving the Lord, you Lord, together. Highlight of my life. And Lord, thank you for the celebrations. Thank you for the fun things that we did. But also, Lord, most of all, from the time they were born until the time they left, we served you together and we're still serving you together. Lord, I wouldn't be up here tonight without the help of my children. And, uh, uh, and they, they, amazingly, they're doing more now than ever before. And, uh, Lord, I don't know how long they'll be able to do that. I hope they all get married and have their own families and uh, have their own houses and cars and businesses and things to do. Uh, but, Lord, I pray that they will make sure they get a hold of some of our friends around the world to take their place. And, uh, Holy Father God, I pray... In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, have all that we do and say tonight to be done for your glory, praise, and honor. And uh, Lord, uh, for the lifting up of Jesus Christ. For it is in his holy name we pray, and for his sake. Amen. Now, I don't get anything for this. I'm trying to help you. I wish I did. I don't even know how to get anything for this. I was surprised. I, I, I told you the other day I went to Big Lots. And I was surprised they had this classy tea. Uh, I was introduced uh, to this tea by my son, Daniel White the Fourth, he sent it to me, and uh, I, I'm not crazy about the name. It's called Puka, almost like Puka. I don't want that. I don't want no puking. But anyway, I I dare you to get you some of this right here and this kind, organic Puka turmeric glow. A golden blend of the finest turmeric, lemon, fruit, and green tea. Now, before, can you see that? There you go. Puka. For some reason, they had it in big lots. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Puka. Get that. Now, what I did before service, now, I, I, I ate earlier today like I'm supposed to and vegetarian stuff you know uh, vegetarian kind of stuff all vegetarian stuff and so for some reason I had some kind of what you know feeling of indigestion or tightness and so I put two of these along with this and some green tea this is called puka after dinner Okay, so I knew that would be good to put in there to ease that pressure. 
whatever it was. You know, vegetarian food has you know a lot of gas in it. Okay, uh, it's gassy. I know we're not supposed to talk about that, but it is. A delicious balance of sweet fennel. I don't know what that is. Roasted chicory. I don't know what that is. And cardamom. You say, well, preacher, you you taking stuff you don't know? I don't know what it is. I just know it's good. It's after dinner. It's called after dinner. I've never heard of a tea that's called after dinner tea. So I knew that would be good to go along with this other tea. You know, turmeric it helps with digestion and everything. All, I said all of that to say this. Get yourself some. I got this for $1.99 at Big Lots. Some of you women, you know how to shop. Go and load up on it for the fall. This is good stuff for the fall. Good stuff. You hear me? I'm trying to help you. I don't get a dime for this. The people don't know I'm doing this. All I'm saying is that indigestion or whatever it was I had is gone. Just from that cup of tea I just had. It's gone. I feel quite well. Okay. Uh, and if you're on Central Time, Big Lots closes at 9 o'clock. And uh, I'm, go I'm going to get some more. I'm not going to send my wife in there to get it because she's going to come out and lie to me and say she couldn't find it. Mm -mm, that's right. <clears throat> you pray for me. That's why I need a concubine. I, I don't care if you like it or not. Uh, I'm going to ask some theologians, may I have a concubine? I, I can already tell you, Dr. Um, he's now the editor-in-chief of Christianity Today. Dr. Russell Moore, he's going to tell me no just like that he would say no period that's it and Dr. Tony Evans would say I understand <laughs> but no <laughs> now Dr. Piper might let me go uh, yeah okay alright yeah I hear you it's in the Bible Dr. Piper might let me go with some with some uh, cautionary statements but I know that God is not going to let me do that anyway but you pray for me uh, but I, I might need to hire me an assistant to help me out going to the store for me and stuff like that I don't know we'll see Proverbs chapter 18, verses 13 through 24. See, all, all I, uh, for over the past 30 years or so, my children have done that. Uh, well, 20 something years. And uh, what a great help they have been in so many ways.
They would do all of that. He that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it is folly and shame unto him. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear? The heart of the prudent getteth knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeketh knowledge. A man's gift maketh room for him, and bringeth him before great men. He that is first in his own cause seemeth just, but his neighbor cometh and searcheth him searcheth him the lot causeth contentions to cease and parteth between the mighty a brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city and their contentions are like the bars of a castle a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor of the Lord. The poor useth entreaties, but the rich answereth roughly. A man that hath friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. And Lord, I pray that you would give me your strength to understand it. Give me the power of your Holy Spirit to understand it, to comprehend it, to teach it, to preach it, to preach your holy gospel. Save those, Lord, who are lost. Revive those who are saved. Help us to walk obediently to your holy word. Help us to fear you and to obey you. And to obey your holy word and to apply it to our lives. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, brothers, and sisters in Christ Jesus. Way back yonder when I was a youngster, maybe 12, 13, 14, long in there, 15, 
I had this notion for some reason, this moving in me to pick up the big old family Bible that all black folk had in the family back in those days. It was not only the Bible, it was the family lineage book. Uh, everybody who was born going way back into slavery, uh, their, their names were in that book. Big old, huge Bible, bigger than this pulpit, and thick, like this, gold embossed. It had a picture of a white Jesus on it with blue eyes, and we know Jesus did not have blue eyes. And, uh, but anyway, that's not the point. And, uh, and they had beautiful pictures. I can, I can still see some of those pictures in my mind. Beautiful paintings, pictures in these Bibles. Uh, pictures of Moses and Abraham and, and Jesus kneeling and praying. Jesus with a shepherd's staff and some sheep. All kinds of beautiful pictures. But I could not get past the first one or two chapters as I tried to read it. It was the most difficult and quite honestly to me at that time the most boring book I ever read in my life and I didn't understand it the these and the thou's and the therefore's it just totally threw me off I found out later in life once I truly heard the gospel and believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior that you have to be saved you have to be born again to understand the Bible yeah, and see, this is why I say to you that really, you really, you're not really living, and you 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 really will not understand life if you do not get saved, if you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. You're missing a whole lot when you don't have Jesus Christ as your Savior. It's like you're living behind a veil. Those of us who are saved are on the other side of the veil. And we can see clearly now the name. Oh, oh. Sunshine, sunshiny day. We can see clearly now. But those of you who are lost and you're caught up in your pride and yourself and your sin and you refuse to let go of it because you love that so much. You don't believe in Jesus Christ, and so you cannot see the things of God, nor can you understand the things of God. It's like you're living behind a dark veil. But I'm here to tell you that when Jesus Christ died on the cross, suffered, bled and died on the cross for our sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God, that, in fact, as soon as he died, the, the thick veil of the temple was ripped in two. 
You don't have to live behind the veil anymore, my dear friends. You don't have to live in darkness, moping around trying to figure out what to do next and what life is about. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and here is how you can get saved and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ so that you can understand the words of life. And these are not only the words of this life as we just read, but the life to come. People who read the Bible with understanding with Jesus Christ in their hearts, uh, they have the road map to success in this life, purpose in this life, and uh, uh, peace and joy forevermore in the life to come. So if you want to be saved today, my dear friend, understand first that you are a sinner, that you have done evil in God's sight. So have I, so has the Pope, so has the Dalai Lama, so has even Joel Osteen, pastor of the nicest church, or rather uh, pastor who is very nice, who is a pastor of the largest church in the world. He's a sinner too. And I believe he'll tell you that. Because the Bible says we are all sinners and we have all come short of God's glory. Now instinctively you know that. And you know that from your experience. Uh, you have even said, well nobody's perfect, I'm not perfect. Well that means that you're a sinner. You're a violator of God's word. You are a criminal to heaven. We all are. And then the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. We die because of our sins. We die because of our sins. We don't die because of cancer. We do not die because of a car crash. We do not die because of the coronavirus. We die because of our sins. What is sin? Disobeying God. Disobeying and breaking His Ten Commandments that are made for our good, not for His. God does not need the Ten Commandments. He is the Ten Commandments. You need the Ten Commandments for your own good, and I need them. This world will be in a far worse mess than what is in without the Ten Commandments of God and the Word of God, which the laws of the world are based on for the most part. Lying is a violation against God. It's a crime against God in heaven and against yourself. Stealing, lusting after people and things, in our hearts, coveting after what people have, and, uh, and even people themselves, dishonoring and disobeying God uh, by taking his name in vain, dishonoring and disobeying uh, your parents. God wants you to do that. Uh, someone wrote a nice article today 
from a youth, a Christian youth magazine on how young adults can disagree with their parents but at the same time respect and honor their parents. And that's good. But I just named for you five of the sins uh, in the Ten Commandments that you have probably broken and disobeyed yourself. That makes you a sinner, just like me. And it makes you a person who is on your way to a devil's hell. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than anybody in the Bible, more than all the prophets and more than all of the apostles. And sad to say, more than all of the pastors who have preached for the past 50 to 60 years. He preached more on hell than he did about heaven. By the way, there's a film coming out journey titled Journey to Hell. You might want to go watch that. Very terrifying. Dying is very uh, terrifying and, 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 and hell even more so. For Jesus Christ preached on hell himself as I have told you. In one of his greatest sermons on hell, Jesus Christ said in Mark chapter 9 verses 43 through 48, And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. <clears throat> it is better for thee to enter into life maimed. <clears throat> Pardon me. Than having two hands to go into hell into the fire that never shall be quenched. <coughs> Pardon me. Where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to into halt into life than having two feet to be cast into hell into the fire that never shall be quenched where their worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched and if thine eye offend thee plug it out it is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire where their worm dieth not and the fire the fire the fire is not quenched Jesus said hell is a very real place the burning hell is in fact the burning hell the lake of fire Revelation 21 8 you want to know some folks who are going to hell the Bible tells you but the fearful and unbelieving, the agnostics, atheists, the fearful, people too afraid to get saved because they're worried about what grandmama might say or what mommy might say or daddy might say. They're afraid of the persecution from their friends, calling them holy rollers and all of that. And the abominable, these are people who commit sins beyond the pale, beyond the imagination of normal sinful people. They take it too far. 
These are men who kiss and suck on and invade men, calling themselves having sex with one another. Women turning away from the natural use of the man and trying to uh, so-called have sex with one another is not sex, but whatever it is, uh, is not sex. Men who lust after children, men who take pictures of children and masturbate looking at little children and try to rape and molest little children. Mothers who lust after their sons and commit incest. Men, fathers who lust after their daughters and commit incest. Brothers who lust after their sisters and commit incest. Sisters who lust after their brothers and commit incest. Aunts going after nephews. Uncles going after nieces and some nephews too. Incest. And by the way, committing homosexuality in the family is incest as well and a double abomination against God Almighty. And if you don't get saved and repent, you're going to bust hell wide open. See, this is what this is what we need. We need more preachers telling people the consequences of their sins. And now we have uh, a couple in jail tonight if they have not gotten out. Why? Because they were taking pictures of having, trying to have sex with their pet. You talk about abuse. And on and on we can go, people, with the abominations. And murderers, people who kill other people, and whoremongers, men who are whoremongers having sex with whores, and whores having sex with whoremongers, outside of the benefit and the blessing of holy matrimony and marriage. And sorcerers, people who practice witchcraft and voodoo and look into your palm and try to predict things and say things that are not true outside of the power of God. And idolaters, people who put anything or anybody before God, they are people who worship their spouse or worship their boyfriend or worship their girlfriend, talking about I'll I'll kiss the ground you walk on and other such foolishness. People worship their children. They put their children before God Almighty. They put their wife or husband before God Almighty. They put their mother and father and ancestors before God Almighty. Worshiping at the totem pole, the totem pole of human beings instead of worshiping God who made the human beings and give him thanks for them. I wrote my youngest children uh, an email this morning, each one of them, and I said, I thank the Lord for you and all that you do.
for him. I, 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 they don't come before God. I thank God for them. God is the one who blessed me with them. We don't, I, we, you don't worship your children. You don't worship anybody but God. And no family is not everything. God is everything. And God is the one who gave you the family. And all liars, all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And God cannot lie, and Jesus cannot lie. Now hell is bad news, but I have some good news for you. Straight from the lips of Jesus Christ, the same one who preached so much on hell, he preached more on hell than he did about heaven. He said the most loving, most magnificent, most wonderful, and most important words ever said in the history of the world to mankind. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That is the best sermon ever preached in the world, in the history of the world. It is so pregnant with unction and anointing and truth. Jesus Christ preached that sermon in that way for you to understand that getting saved is simple. It is not difficult, it is not hard, like some preachers and some teachers will try to make it. They act like you got to give your liver and your kidney up to get saved. And no, none of that. You just be sincere when you believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. And you call on his name and pray and ask him to save you and he will save you. Just like Jesus Christ said. So just believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ lived, suffered, bled and died on the cross for your sins. Shed his blood on the cross for your sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. He paid your sin debt. Trust in him. Have faith in him. Believe in him. Call on his name and ask him to save you. It is as simple as that. Getting baptized cannot and will not save you. Joining a church cannot and will not save you. Uh, giving money to the church cannot and will not save you. You don't have enough money. And you don't have a whole lot of time. You need to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ right now tonight. Today is the day of salvation. Get on the good ship Zion and go to heaven after you die.
bypass hell. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. Follow me in prayer, the sinner's prayer right now. As you believe as best you can in the Holy Son of God, Jesus Christ. The Lamb of God who has taken away the sin of the world. Uh, only if you're sincere because God is not going to make you get saved and I can't make you. So follow me in the sinner's prayer, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Repeat it after me, phrase by phrase. Holy Father God, I know that I am a sinner, and I admit that I've sinned against you throughout my life. I admit that I have lied about things, and that I have stolen things. I admit that I have lusted in my heart after people and things. Lord, I admit that I have coveted after people and things. And Lord, I admit that I have dishonored and disobeyed my parents. I admit that I have dishonored your name by taking your name in vain. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me and forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, As I believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried, and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of my sins and help me to turn from my evil ways and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in your name I do pray, amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you prayed that prayer with me tonight, and you prayed in sincerity, I declare to you that based upon the Word of God, I said the Word of God, the Holy Bible, uh, you are saved now from hell and you're on your way to heaven to help you to grow in the faith and to become a strong Christian disciple. Read my book tonight, free of charge, titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. 
go to gospellightsociety.com, download the book, and you can probably read it before you go to bed tonight. And it will give you the six steps of what you're supposed to do and what you should do now that you are a Christian. Also, email me at dw3 at Gospel Light Society or whatever email is on your platform. And uh, let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you and send you some more materials. Also, uh, that will help you to grow in the faith. Also, uh, if you have a prayer request, if you're going through a particularly difficult time, uh, prayer changes things. And prayer changes you. Prayer changes people more than prayer changes things, and probably in most cases, or both at the same time. Uh, and uh, we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Uh, send us your prayer requests as God leads you. Until next time, my beloved, we're going to pray for a few people, and, uh, and then we're going to close out the service. Let's pray now for the people, uh, not only the millions who are hurting from the coronavirus plague because of the death of many loved ones and uh, the sickness of many loved ones. America and the world has never seen anything like it before, uh, in modern times at least, since the bubonic plague. And, uh, and let me say to you folks, God was offended before the coronavirus plague came by his people and how that uh, they did not respect him. They marginalized him. They pushed him to the periphery. They disregarded him. They were not grateful to him, not respectful to him, and God does not like ugly, as the old saints used to say. God is very, 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 very merciful and gracious, but uh, he's not going to be pushed but so far. And so he laid the boom down on the church first and foremost. Okay, but now let me tell you something else that he does not like. Uh, what's happening now, that he, and it's all, all of these sins are rooted in pride and stubbornness and rebelliousness. We are, in the words of my mother, something else. Really, truly. We are a piece of work. There's no, there's no doubt about it. Let me tell you something. God does not like what's happening now. You're disrespecting God by not recognizing Him in this chastisement and rebuke. You just don't want to give Him that. You don't want to say it's because God. All of this has happened because we're evil, and we did evil, and we did wrong. You're trying to repent on a sly, trying to confess your junk on a sly, and, 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 and you know God is punishing the church, but you don't want to admit it. And you've joined the lying, happy-talk politicians in your foolishness. God has a problem when you do not recognize isn't that what the young rappers say? Huh? You better recognize. You better recognize him, 
you think that God is far, far and away from you. God is right up on you, man. What are you talking about? God is right up on you, okay? He's up close and personal. And he is, he, let me help you. God is the one who created the internet. Not man, no man. God, because God created man. So if he can create a man to create the internet, then he's greater than the internet. And in fact, God gave man the ability to share some of his God-like abilities. <laughs> you know what's beautiful about the internet? Anybody who understands the internet, and particularly a preacher and what he can do with it. I'm preaching all over the world right now in multiple ways at the same time. I'm preaching live in some places. I'm preaching via video in many places. I'm being listened to in many places. I'm probably preaching in 2,000 places right now without me being there. You understand that concept? To the ends of the world. That's how powerful the internet is because God is very powerful. And God, that's a God-like ability that he allows us to tap into. And the metaverse is going to be even more like that. See, that, that's, the, that's what you need to understand about that. So, stop thinking that God is not in touch with what's going on down here. God is the reason for what's going on down here. Okay? Podcasting and all that stuff that came out of it. And we use all of that. And that, that people listening to me uh, uh, from a podcast I did 20 years ago. Or 15 years ago. However long it's been. Listening to the first podcast on prayer that my little girl Danny and I did together. Right now. That's still out there. That's the power of the internet. And if the internet is that powerful, and now metaverse is that powerful, and now AI is that powerful, well, God, God is a billion times more powerful than that, above that. Okay? <laughs> Stop thinking that God is not paying attention. Okay, people? Don't be stupid. Ah. <laughs> God is paying attention to what you're doing, man. How could he not? How could he judge you if he was not paying attention to you? God knows everything about you. He knows the number of hairs on your head. Google can't even do that. I say Google. Google does not know that. That's one thing they don't know. But God does, my friend. Okay. And so here's what you're doing to him, and he doesn't like it. You say you are no, no. You're the one who doesn't like. No, you, you're not fighting against me, and I'm not fighting against you. Uh, you're not dealing with me. You're dealing with God. I'm just reminding you that God is very sensitive to what you do, particularly you people, you pastors who claim to be Christians, you pastors' wives, all right, and all these little cute little. Tweet, tweets you send out that don't mean how many have you sent out thousands that don't mean a hill of beans 
lightweight mess. I'm just trying to give hope. You can't give hope. You give the gospel. That's the only hope for the world. You give the word of God. That's the only hope. Anything that point, when you point to God, that's the only hope you got. Little affirmations and little mess, that don't mean anything. man. You, people need the word of God and they need prayer and they need to get saved. And that's what you need to be focusing on and working on. And stop lying to people. Well, you've been saying for two years and a half, going on three years now, it's all right. We're going to come out of this all right. We're going to come out of this. You lying devil. You don't know that. We may be blown to smithereens. We deserve to be sm- blown to smithereens. And by the way, all of that stuff happening over there in China and what they're doing with Taiwan. And, yeah, now, 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 you know North Korea right up in the middle of all, all of that. They already announced they All that's concerted. All... All she got to do is call uh, his boy over there in North Korea. Start bombing with some nuclear bombs. Because they already know you crazy. They're not going mess with you. mess with you all up there in the darkness up there in North Korea. They can't find you. They can't see you all up there. So, I mean, you can do what you want. But I'm here to tell you, stop doing the happy talk foolishness and stop disrespecting God and give him his due. Because see, he wants that. Do you hear me? God wants his due. You need to recognize and understand that this is from God. All of these lies saying this is just normal, this is climate change and all this. Negro, you have lost your mind. Uh, What else does God need to do? And see, this is why I don't classify you as a man who knows the times. You, you, you're just taken by the little flow of the oceans and by false leaders and liars and news media. They tell you what to do. You're not even connected to God. You don't even know what God is telling, uh, telling the people who know the truth. And you can't fake this. That's why you come out with your little tweets, your little affirmations. Your little, We're going to be all right. This is just a time of, of testing. No, this is a time of chastisement and rebuke, man. There's no testing. Uh, he did all that. God, God did all that a while back. You didn't pay him any attention. Yeah, but you, you, you hear him now, don't you? Can you hear me now? <laughs> I believe I'm just saying I don't know what God is saying that, but can you hear me now? I, I, I'm saying that uh, as His spokesperson, if you will. Can you hear me now? Huh? You think I'm playing? Look at me real good. You think I'm playing? Huh? If you people don't repent, man, I I, I blow this whole country to pieces. And I've already done a great deal of damage because of your pride, your stubbornness, your rebelliousness, your disrespect of me, and I gave you everything you got. Can you hear me now? See, we got a little sweet pastor talking about God is smiling on us. God is not smiling on us. I don't know where you got that from. Where did you get that from, you liar? Uh, no, man, not now. 
God is smiling on America. God, we God's people. No, uh-uh. America is not God's people. We are the worst. We're worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. I'm, I'm amazed we are still here. It's only by His grace, His mercy, and His love, and a few praying people, the remnant. You better thank the remnant. When you see the remnant, thank them. The remnant, ha, ah, the 7,000, when you see them, you better thank them. Because that's the only reason why we're still here. The faithful few. Some of you all had Wednesday night service, and you only had a few online, and you only had a few in the church building. If you had the church building open, which is very dumb. Okay? So recognize God now. Because he, he'll, do, he'll do even more if you don't recognize what he's already done and what he's doing now. I know this is God because he told me to tell you way before it happened. Stop lying on God. Stop lying against God. Stop doing the happy talk with the people. They don't need to hear that mess. Don't join the politicians to do the happy talk. I told y'all not to do the happy talk about a year, a year and a half ago. When they were, all of a sudden, you could boost your own credit. Negroes, do you hear me? Now, you know that's not right. You know, you, you can boost your own credit. Go ahead and buy that boat. Go ahead and buy Bubba's car. Go ahead and buy Bubba's couch. Go ahead and buy Bubba's house. Do it now. We'll give you a little boost right here. I told you then, don't do that. And now what's happening? People trying to sell everything, trying to get rid of everything. Man was on the news today. He said, listen, the recession is coming. Stop believing the happy talk lies. Pay off your credit cards and cut them. Make sure you have some money put away, reserved. Get out of the high rent and high house payments because they're going to do nothing but go up. I told you that a year ago before y'all bought you bought bubble stuff. Told me this is a housing boom. I tried to tell you there was no boom, it's a bust already. Because things are going to get worse and worse and then you're gonna be stuck. I told you this over the past two years. Do not go out there and buy bubble stuff from Nebraska. Or rooms to go and all of that. And, and have payments. No payments. Uh, uh, see, that's the American way. You people love payments. No payments. No doggone way out, people. <laughs> no. Mm -mm. Get you a house that is paid for. I, mean, I, can't buy, I, I can't afford a house that's paid for. Get you a tiny house that's paid for. It's a house. You can live. You can eat your sub sandwich in it. You can eat uh, some uh, chicken every now and then and some salmon every now and then. Don't be the person, the proverbial person, who has a big fine house on Porkchop Hill, drives a Jaguar, and going to the food pantry to uh, get some food up in a Jaguar. No. No, if you if you're doing that that while you're sitting there, you need to make plans right now and get your notebook 
talking to your phone or something. Make plans to sell the Jaguar. Make plans while you're in the car getting some a food bucket or a food basket. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And and how are you gonna sell the house and get your tiny house? And uh, I've, I've told my daughters privately, and, and my, my, my daughter Danny's probably a millionaire now, I told her. I said, y'all need to move away from that area and get everybody into their own tiny house, paid for in full, if, if they can do that, in a, in, a, in a village or whatever. And just have a nice, comfortable place to stay with good security, as they have now. And wrap the house up and secure it, and and everybody have their own place, and no debt, no payments, other than utilities. That's it, and that's going to be enough. I say the same thing to you, and and but live nearby so you can help each other if you need to help each other. Out. All right. Don't disrespect God with happy talk. Things are extremely bad. They're not good. And let me say this in close to closing. Uh, you parents who are going to put your children into these hellhole schools only because you want to go to work somewhere, you say, or you want to play somewhere, you say, and you want to hook up with uh, Bo Peep, or you want to hook up with Sylvia, and you see this as a nine-month vacation from your children, and you know, don't know God. You don't know what uh, your children are doing, and who's coming out there to kill them, and who's coming out there to destroy them and turn them into a homosexual, and rip your children's, your girls' breasts off, cut your son's penises off, penis off, and all of that, because that's what they're aiming to do. Okay, you're dead to me. If you don't take my advice, you're dead to me. I don't want to see you. I don't want to talk with you anymore. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Because you don't love those children. In light of what the NEA president, a black woman, said, they are going to preach and teach your children about homosexuality. They have planted the books in the libraries on purpose. This is an intentional effort to destroy and to demolish the minds, souls, and spirits, and hearts of your children and have them turn against you. Do you know one of the aims of the homosexual community and Black Lives Matters and all that? They want you to turn, they want to turn your children, even your adult children, against you. To hate you. To despise you. To not want to speak to you anymore. And that's why your children are changing before your face. Your beautiful daughter Samantha went to school one day uh, and came back as Sam with a haircut. The, the devil is a lie. You're dead to me. I don't care. So I'll never come back and listen to you again. That's fine. Because I, I can't help you. You need to keep your children home. Homeschool your children 
in light of the fact of Uvalde, homeschool your children in light of the fact that thousands of young boys went to school and came back as girls and they don't, for some reason, they don't found some laws or something where they don't have to tell you anything. They're buying your girl's breasts up and, and cut her hair and her name is Sam now. And they will teach your children. They are determined. They are hell bent on teaching your children about homosexuality. The curriculum. Listen to me. Listen to me. Because you people are making me angry with this foolishness. Christian people talking about it's back to school time. You're all caught up in the world. Have you lost your righteous mind, people? They are trying to rip your children's souls and spirits apart. The devil and the demons of hell and the uh, homosexual lieutenants and they're all gathering together. They're laughing their heads off at what they're able to do with the paid off pastors and churches and, and, and who have joined them. The Judases. And how they're hell bent on destroying your children. And have a boy dressed in a girl's dress. There's going to be thousands of them this year. Thousands. They're going to go into the girl's bathroom. And they're going to rape your daughters. As sure as I'm black and my last name is white. You're dead to me if you're not going to do keep your children out of these schools. You might as well not even come and listen to me anymore. I, 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 I can't help you. I can't help you. You, you. You've forgotten Uvalde already. They have a curriculum that they're advertising all over the place. Because, watch this, they don't have enough teachers. You know why? Because the teachers who have sense understand that these people have lost their minds. And they understand that there's a conspiracy that is intentionally designed to corrupt and to devastate and to destroy the soul, spirit, and heart and mind of your child. And only God in heaven has me telling you this. I'm not getting anything out. I homeschooled my children. I made sure that my children were homeschooled and I made my wife uh, do the work. That's right. She didn't want to do it. I didn't care. We are, well, I'm not putting my children in hellhole schools. God led me to do it that way. I was the principal. Doggone it. That's right. I was the principal. And the chief Bible teacher. Professor Bible. Huh? That's right. And that's what you need to do. Don't come asking me to pray for you when your children get their heads blown off. Don't ask me to, uh-uh, it's too late. It's too late. I, I, I'm not going to pray for, for foolishness, man. Uh, I'm not going to pray for that. To comfort you. When I told you, you need to get your behind in the house with your children and stay there and start running the streets trying to find another hookup. So you can smoke dope and get drunk while your children in school. You see it as a glorified vacation. And that's why a lot of these uh, teachers have quit. And, and the, those spots cannot be replaced. Because, see, you don't understand. There are certain jobs in this world 
that are a calling. Just like a preacher is a true preacher is called by God, a police officer is called by God, a teacher is called by God. That's the reason why they can put up with all the mess, but they're quitting uh, in droves. Police officers are quitting in droves too. So who's going to protect your children? Talk to me. Talk to me. Huh? Who's going to protect your children? Huh? Who's going to protect your children from these homosexuals? You know, most of the, probably most of the teachers today are lesbians and homosexuals. And, 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 and they got the law set up that you have to hire them. You can't say you can't, you can't, you can't tell them you can't be hired because of that. And they come in as drag queens. There's uh, something going on in Texas right now. Uh, ugly, monstrous drag queen person is, is, uh, was in a classroom with children. They let these, these monsters, these demonic monsters, read books to the, the children, totally destroying their minds. That's what you're supporting. That's why you're dead to me if you do that. You're, doing it, you're not doing it because you love your children. You're not doing it because you care for your children. You're doing it for your own selfish, baby boomer, demonic reasons, uh, personal, selfish reasons. And that would include uh, working a job somewhere. Oh, that job is your liberty. That job is your freedom. That job is your thing. You got your husband on the job. You got your wifey on the job. You whore around on the job. You, you take lunch sex breaks and, and 15 minute sex breaks uh, in the car and other places while your child is in school. That's your, that's your ticket. That job. So I don't want to hear that. Find another way to live. And you raise up your own children. I did it by the grace of God. And almost all of them are college graduates. And uh, doing quite well. I'm not, and I'm talking especially to Christian folk. But I'm talking to everybody. You, I, I would tell you to your face in this day and time. You hear me, you hear me well. I, I don't care if you like it or not. I don't care if you ever come back. You do not love your children if you put your children in these hellhole public schools. You do not love them. Because not only are they getting their heads blown off, they're, they're getting their heads and their spirits and their souls blown off by these devilish teachers who are hell-bent to turn your children into homosexuals, sodomites. And they're going to have drag queens up in there scaring the daylights out of your precious child. And guess what's happening? Your sweet little pastor... Your sweet little pastor who uh, calls himself inclusive. Huh? Have you heard that word? They are in the church 
already and they'll be teaching your children in the church as well from the pulpit to the Sunday school classes or the so-called small group classes you're gonna be in a small group with some big fat drag queens You say, say preacher, you're not the street. I don't care if you like it or not. I'm trying to save your life and save your, uh, save you from a, a lifetime of heartache and pain when your little girl that you birthed into this world, you were so happy and she was so precious to you. Now her ha hair is cut off, her breasts are cut off, and she wants to come in and tell me her name is Sam. The devil is alive. I must go. Let's pray for others. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, yes, for the millions of people who are hurting uh, around the globe because of the death of loved ones. And Lord, uh, this is the second or third time you have reminded me of the little prayer that you gave me before the coronavirus plague. So Lord, help me to pray it. Lord, prepare us for good days and bad days. Prepare us, Lord, for celebrations and tragedies. Prepare us, Lord, for uh, weddings and funerals. Prepare us, Lord, for life and death. And Lord, for those of us who are saved, make it go easy. Save those who are lost. And Lord, we pray now for a few families in the memorial category, which we have been praying for now 814 services. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Nigeria, resident Rayanu Hash on Said. We pray for the family and friends of Pennsylvania resident Louis Milo. We pray for the family and friends of Germany, resident Jeton Tafalage. We pray for the family and friends of Germany, resident Ryan Rachu. And Lord, we pray now for for the people who have recommitted their lives to you. Help them to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith. Lord, we pray for Kirby, Matthew, Christian Okamini, uh, Zasi Soli. And Lord, we commit all of these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Uh, allow me to read... The song that we have sung uh, nearly every Wednesday night for over the past 34 years. Sweet Hour of Prayer. I can't sing it, but I can read to you what I have loved the most, the words of that beautiful song. Sweet Hour of Prayer. Sweet hour of prayer, 
that calls me from a world of care and bids me at my Father's throne make all my wants and wishes known. In seasons of distress and grief, my soul has often found relief and oft escaped the tempter's snare by thy return, sweet hour of prayer. Sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer, the joys I feel the bliss I share of those whose anxious spirits burn with strong desires for thy return. With such I hasten to the place where God my Savior shows his face and gladly take my station there and wait for thee, sweet hour of prayer. Sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer, thy wings shall my petition bear to him whose truth and faithfulness engaged the waiting soul to bless. And since he bids me seek his face, believe his word and trust his grace, I'll cast on him my every care and wait for thee, sweet hour of prayer. Let's all stand for our closing prayer as the music begins to play the old hymns of the faith. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you, Lord, for this time around your holy word tonight. Have it a final lodging place in our hearts, and Lord, help us to meditate on it, to love it, and to share it with others and teach it to others. And... Uh, preach it to others and proclaim your holy gospel to others as well. And Holy Father God, I pray that you help all of us tonight who are saved and born again to pray without ceasing until we meet again. If you should tell your coming and if you would allow us to live, Lord, prepare us for your rapture and your second coming. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. And for his sake, amen. God bless you, dear friends.